I would like to welcome back my listener to WTF Politics and Other Stuff Too. My name is Vic, and today I'm going to talk about California extending renter protections, VP Harris's border visit, and Gwen Berry's national anthem protest. California is extending its protections for low-income tenants until September 30th, and get this, paying 100% of the back rent owed. That's right, folks, 100%. Wow, what a deal. Although there is one caveat to this amazing deal, is that tenants must have paid at least 25% of rent due each month. But still, what a deal. Once again, California is showing that it cares. Of course, it cares with everyone else's money. That's right. does not matter if the money is provided by the state or the federal government. It's still taxpayer money. Senate President Pro Tem Tony Atkins, Democrat from San Diego, led negotiations on the agreement, stating the proposal is aimed at averting mass evictions. I quote, Our housing situation in California was a crisis before COVID, and the pandemic has only made it worse. This extension is key to making sure that people don't lose their safety net, helping them keep their homes. End quote. Wait a second. There was a housing crisis even before COVID? Uh, Could it be that you guys have taxed everything to death and you keep wanting more? In turn, people keep leaving California in droves which in turn causes property taxes to go up, car registration will go up. I mean, I wonder if they'll soon have a pet tax. Oh, wait, you have to register your pet. So, you know, there's some money there. There's another tax. I mean, corporations are also leaving California in droves. They're being taxed at a ridiculous rate, and then there's talk of even raising that even more. California has laws that require one woman and one member from an underrepresented community on the board of a publicly held company that is headquartered in the state. I'm just shaking my head, smacking my head. I mean, and they wonder why people are leaving. It is just going to cause more resentment and animosity. I mean, especially to that one board member who might be a female or from an underrepresented community. The other board members, I mean, they're going to wonder, are they really qualified to be here on the board, or are they here because the state mandated this person be here? I mean, it's utterly ridiculous. Now, after some reading and watching a few documentaries about California's legal marijuana industry, it seems they have overregulated that as well. I mean, there's some money that could have like, helped the state. I mean, there are more illegal marijuana grow operations than legal ones. I mean, don't get me wrong. There needs to be some regulations in place for safety. You know, there just needs to be. I mean, you don't want to go to the dispensary and say, pick up a pack of gummies and buy a pack, you know, pack of like whatever, 10 or 12 or however many. And then, uh, you know, it's only two gummies that have all the effects and the others aren't very good. I mean, that's going to be a hell of a high. But then again, maybe that's what you want. But there's a massive amount of missed out on opportunity on corporate taxes right there. Right now, the rate is 9% to 11% in retail retail sales tax. You know, and then cities, counties, they can add to it as well. And then there's, you know, a 15% excise tax and a cultivation tax of $9.25 per ounce that growers must pay 
for dried cannabis flowers. So, of course, there's going to be more illegal operations. I mean, no wonder. I mean, it, they're taxing everything out of existence. But let's get back to the eviction extension. One must wonder why they're really doing this and why are they doing it now? Granted, it's, you know, the original protections are ending. Could it be the dictator? I mean, Governor Newsom is trying to buy votes for the upcoming recall election that he must now face? Probably. However, he will again. It's probable. However, I don't know that. And I mean, at a minimum, some other far left liberal Democrat will win. And honestly, Republicans really don't have a chance of winning this thing. I mean, this move is to, you know, quote, help the people and is really making more people dependent upon the government. California is leading the way into becoming the first fully functioning socialist state in America. Look, I understand people have run into hardships with COVID and the massive amounts of job loss, but sooner or later, people will just stop working. I mean, look and look to the state to uh, bail them out every time. For fuck's sake. (laughs) To keep receiving unemployment benefits in California, you don't even need to be looking for a job. That's right. You can sit back and just collect money from the state. Who wouldn't want that deal? I mean, and take advantage of that deal for as long as you could. But, you know, enough about California. Let's kind of move on to VP Harris's border visit. Well, after 94 days, Vice President Harris finally visited the border. Mind you, it was in El Paso, Texas. I find it very interesting that she finally went to the border after Donald Trump announced he was going to the border. Trump announces his plan to visit on June 15th, you know, to visit the border with Texas Governor Abbott uh, on June 30th. And then a week later, on the 23rd, the White House announces that VP Harris will visit the border on the 25th. Hmm. Hard to make sure. I mean, I guess she had to make sure that, you know, she got out there before the evil Trump, I guess. Coincidence? I think not. Why would she choose El Paso to visit? There's not really any issues happening there. You know, an excerpt from the New York Post, VP Harris drew fire from leaders of the Border Patrol's labor union for choosing a visit uh, to one of the least chaotic stretches of the border. And, of course, when she arrived, she was greeted by t- in Texas by uh, pro-Trump protesters. Not surprised there. I mean, God forbid she actually visit the areas that have the problem. It's like she took her head out of the sand like an ostrich and placed it in another hole just, she, just so she wouldn't have to confront the real problem. Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council, is quoted as saying, you don't go to El Paso to see what is actually going on at the border. Here's an audio clip from when she landed and talked to reporters. It's about four and a half minutes. You can skip ahead if the voice of her, uh, you know, if her voice makes you cringe. The audio is not great at all. There's a lot of background noise from, I guess, planes and stuff. Of course, I wonder if that was by design so they didn't actually hear the bullshit that she was spewing uh, about the border crisis. children or unaccompanied minors, or I met 
VP Harris stated, it's not my first trip. I've been to the border many times. I said back in March I was going to come to the border, so it's not a new plan, end quote. 
Not a new plan. Just uh, a new plan since Trump uh, announced his visit. I also love how she just lays blame on the Trump administration for their self-induced crisis at the border. Love how she had to mention the climate as well. She keeps going back to root causes. Uh, The root cause is that the current administration basically said, come on over. I mean, hell, who wouldn't want to come here for free health care, nice hotels, stay in, and a plethora of other free shit that we don't even give our own citizens? Well, you know, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Well, I guess, you know, she still made a trip, and I, even though it's not, you know, the right place to go, I guess it was in hopes that it will shut down the narrative of not taking her responsibilities seriously. I hate to say this about the first female vice president of the United States, but she's a complete waste. She's just a waste, a complete waste. And only hurts, you know, the idea of future female hopefuls that may want to fill that role or even the role of the first female president of the United States. I've stated many times, I don't care if the president of the United States or the vice president of the United States, what is white, black, Asian, Hispanic, male, female, whatever. As long as they put America first, put the people of this country first and stop spoon feeding the rest of the world. You know, time for that sort of thing, I think it's just, it's over. Let's, you know, take care of our own first. And then once we got our own house in order, we can start helping other people out. I digress. Okay. And let's talk about Gwen Berry turning her back on the American flags. Well, During the Olympic trials, Gwen Berry, a hammer thrower, placed third, earning a spot on the Olympic team. However, when she was on the podium where medals were presented, she turned her back when the national anthem was played. And of course, this caused quite the uproar. She also held up a t-shirt that read, Activist Athlete. She claimed she was trying to bring attention to the world about the persistent social inequalities in American society. The most outrageous part of this entire incident is that she is quoted as saying, I feel like I was set up and they did it on purpose, end quote. Set up for what? Who's setting you up and why? I have no idea. I mean, to what end? I think maybe she's a little full of herself, just a little. I mean, the national anthem was played at the same time for days prior. This is, I mean, one of the most ridiculous things I've heard. And the posted times, you know, were on display for all to see, so they knew exactly when it would be playing. Barry claims the U.S. national anthem does not represent her. You're an American, so yes, Ms. Barry, it does. Another quote from Ms. Barry is, quote, They said they were going to play it before we walked out, and then they played it when we were out there, Barry said. But I don't really want to talk about the anthem because that's not important. The the anthem doesn't speak for me. It never has. End quote. Uh, Well, Ms. Barry, if you feel so strongly that America and her flag and the anthem don't speak for you, then why are you going to the Olympics in Tokyo representing the very country in which you seem to dislike? Why? You, madam, are a complete disgrace to the U.S. Olympic team. Maybe you're just looking for a bit of free press that would get you loads of money and endorsements and speaking engagements. Again, if the anthem and the flag do not represent you, then don't participate in a sport representing the country that doesn't, you know, represent you. Go find a better country if you can, you know, 
find one that, you know, falls in line with your beliefs and what you truly believe is a great country because it's obviously not this one. Another quote from Ms. Barry is, I don't need to do anything sports-wise, she said. What I need to do is speak for my community, to represent my community, and to help my community, because that's more important than sports. Okay, fair enough. Then don't go to the Olympics and devote yourself full-time to changing your perceived view of systemic racism in the country. I'll bet you one thing, Ms. Barry. If you were ever in a hostile foreign land, in real danger, fearing for your life, and trying to reach safety... I'll bet you the moment you saw, the very moment you saw an American flag flapping in the wind, whether it be from an embassy, a consulate, a military base, or or whatever, I bet you would breathe a sigh of relief and thank God that you were home, in a manner of speaking. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay, enough about this ungrateful athlete representing the country she hates so much. All right. I mean, that's really all I can handle today. <laughs> Some of the stories just blow my mind. But hey, you know, we talked about uh, you know, California bailing out uh, its residents yet again. Good or bad, however you look at it. E.P. Harris's, you know, dog and pony show visit to the border where, you know, nothing's really going on. So she couldn't really see what the actual root cause was. And uh, the ungrateful athlete, Gwen Berry, going to the Olympics, representing the country she despises so much. But hey, you know, enough about that. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. And hit that follow button. As always, I encourage you to do your research on the issues and get involved. The time for staying silent is over. Make your voice heard. Have a great day, and God bless America. <laughs>